All right, this is episode 12 of the Give Me the Points podcast. I am your host, Soup. Uh, Tyler is back. Today we are going to cover how we did last week and what we have for the upcoming week. Um, Got a little something different for you guys today, and let's get it going. All right, so yeah, Chris Brown, give me that. Um, how you doing, buddy? Uh, you are back. You took a week off. This whole every other week thing, mm, not a fan, but you have to do what you have to do. Um, the beard's getting longer and redder every time I see it. I see it is, God, yeah. It needs, it needs a trim, and then every time I think about it, I'm like, do I want to? Not really, but now it's... Yeah. I'm glad to be back this week. The ever other week thing sucks ass, if we're being honest. But, uh, you know, side life note, got my daughter enrolled in a daycare. So I also might ask my work about going steady day shift. We'll see what they say. So fingers crossed. Kids come first. Yeah. Um, that's just a fact of life. Um, I'm, you know, I have this conspiracy theory and I'm going to throw it out there. You can deny it all you want, but I think it's true. I think you just fucking ran scared last week because you knew the Gators were about to get that ass beat. And no, you didn't want to hear about it. No, no that's I, I'm under no illusions about what they are. And I'm a always been a big Dan Mullen coach fan, but boy, I've lost complete faith in his ability to recruit. And if you can't recruit, you're not winning an Addy. I don't care how good of a coach you are. What's crazy? That's crazy, because I'm the opposite with Kirby. Um, obviously this man can recruit. There's no questions about it. Kirby might be the best recruiter in college football. And I'm not saying that as a Georgia fan. I'm saying that as a football fan, um, what he's been able to do with the Georgia organization in his short tenure there is incredible. Um, But as we know with his choices with Justin Fields and the natty against Alabama, I'm not 100% sold on his big game coaching. Uh, we will see because they're going to be there. Uh, it's going to happen. I, they're like a minus 150 to win the national championship right now, which is crazy because anything can happen. It's college football. They still have to play top caliber opponents. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. So, hopefully this is the year, man. Hopefully. I thought I thought Matt Stafford was going to be it, but it wasn't. And then I thought Andy Murray was going to be it, and it wasn't. Maybe Jake Fromm. Nope. No. Stetson Bennett. Yeah, no. I mean, the Kirby, thats a, it's a fair point, his big game chops. But the thing with college football is if you're not pulling in top 10 or five right. classes, you're not making it. So he's given them the chance. My only worry with Georgia this year, I don't even know if I voiced this to you yet, they might not ever be in a close game. They're that good. I, I, if I agree. they are and they haven't been. I mean, it wouldn't. it's not choking if you haven't been in a situation and you don't know how to handle it. I mean, they really – Again, they might not even be in a close game, but with how good they are. But if they are, is the offense going to be able to perform? Well, I'll just have to see. Yeah, I mean, honestly, their first close game might be more than likely is going to be the SEC championship. So I, it's going to be I don't that. I think they'll eat. I think they'll eat Alabama's offense alive. My opinion. I could be wrong. But. No, no. Okay, so if they eat Alabama's offense alive, let's just get right into this. College football playoff rankings came out. If they eat Alabama's offense alive, 
Alabama's number two in the rankings. Am I correct? Yes. Who's gonna if they're if Bama's not gonna keep it close with Georgia, who is? I'd give Ohio State the best chance. Okay. I can get behind that. Um Michigan yeah. State two one dimensional. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, well, good story, well, good you know, team. Good team, mm-hmm. but I love I love Kenneth Walker. Oh my god. Even though Michigan screwed us last week. <laughs> Kenneth Walker's amazing, man. He's so good, but you're not gonna you're you're not gonna run for two hundred and five tutties on Georgia's defense. It's not gonna happen. Um, no. So the rankings as we stand right now: Georgia obviously one, <clears throat> Alabama at two, Michigan State at three, and Oregon sitting at four. Um, so that would be Georgia, Oregon, Bama, Michigan State, and then obviously the winners would play each other. Um, but what's interesting is the outside looking in. So Ohio State at five. Um, and then the, this year's Boise state, Cincinnati undefeated sitting at six, couldn't even get the five spot Cincinnati sitting at six. They've got to be pissed, man. But at the same point in time, do you put the four best teams in, or do you put the four best regular season teams in based off of record? You put, in my opinion, you put the foremost deserving teams in, and they are one of the foremost deserving teams. Agreed. Agreed. You can only play who's in front of you. Yeah. You really can, and that's it's a matter of fact. Like Honestly, right now, you look at Georgia's schedule, and based off of when they played them, they have, you know, at the time they played multiple ranked teams, but you look at their schedule – as of this date, they've only played one current ranked team, and that's Auburn. Um, you could argue the fact that other teams aren't ranked because Georgia handed them a loss. That loss could be keeping them out of the top 25, sure. But they have only played one currently ranked team. Um, there's a lot of teams out there that have played harder schedules, I guess. But you can only play who's in front of you. Um, and then you've got seven Michigan, Oklahoma eight. And then... The other undefeated team out of the ACC, Wake, um, they're exciting, man. They put up a ton of points. They let up a ton of points, but they are fun to watch. Um, they would get smoked by any of the top four teams. Absolutely throttled because they can't they can't stop a nosebleed. Um, but they are undefeated, and if they run the ACC and what would be the play pit probably in the ACC championship, um, you have to put them in, right? If they undefeated out of the ACC, even though the ACC is well, dog shit. So let's say Georgia's undefeated. Let's take Alabama out of the equation. They lose to Georgia in the SEC championship. They've got two losses. They're out. Yank them. Say Ohio State wins the Big Ten with one loss. Okay, they're in. It's just Boy, it's, it would happen. But, they but would have be you seen in. their remaining. Yeah, well, based off their remaining schedule, absolutely. Yeah, they'd okay, be the so two. In, in my scenario here, they're in. Okay. Um, let's say that Oregon wins the right. Pac-12, doesn't lose again, they'd be in. And let's say Oklahoma doesn't lose. And it is Oklahoma. And, and let's C- say – And Cincinnati Kevin doesn't Williams. lose and Wake Forest doesn't lose. Yes, then I think – You're going to have two Oklahoma. undefeated teams sitting outside. Think the about Pac-12. Oklahoma's preseason ranking, right? And the only reason they've dropped is because Spencer Rattler, you know, couldn't throw his way out of a wet paper bag. If their offense fires 
over the last month of the season, and they look like the Oklahoma ever what everyone expected. You know, that's it's, realistically, dude. I think they'd get in over Cincinnati or Wake Forest. Yes, because if if Ohio State wins out, they're obviously gonna that's gonna take Michigan and Michigan State out of the equation. Yeah, um, that'd be wow. Two undefeated teams. I, dude, the committee put them in Witsec. I mean, that's not going to be good for the committee. Two undefeated teams sitting outside the top four. That would be interesting. But at the same point in time, if Oklahoma wins out, if Ohio State wins out, and if Oregon wins out, I have to agree with you. I have to agree. Those are the four teams that I would put in. Yeah. Because they want to make money. I mean, you want – Desmond Ritter's good for Cincinnati, but he's not going to be able to keep pace – with a Georgia, with an Ohio State. Um, Oregon obviously has – I mean, if, if Ohio State's in, Oregon's in. Yeah, that, that, well, that, beat that has to matter. They Doesn't beat matter them in Columbus. Too, yeah, they beat them in Columbus. They that, beat the you, crap out of them too. Yeah, you, you can't put – you couldn't put Ohio State in and leave Oregon out if they have the same record and they're both – champions of their conference yeah and they'll argue oh well ohio state has one loss and it's a really good loss and oregon's loss sucks but the but then the head-to-head has to matter exactly the head-to-head has to matter so oklahoma is the wild card um and i just don't see boomer sooner getting left out if they go undefeated Uh, no they won't and i i think they will probably go undefeated now that their offense is rolling boy that will just push for the 12 team playoff even sooner yeah, um, I'm I'm ready for it. I think I mean it was fair. great. It was great when we got the four team. I was excited about that. But here's the thing, man. Even when you have the twelve, people are going to argue. Oh, we were thirteen. You know, we should. But if you're not a top twelve team, you don't deserve to play for a national championship. No, and so, the good thing is, I think twelve is even too much. I think it. I think eight would be fine. See, I think twelve is. I think twelve is perfect because I like that they're giving them a buy. I like that. All right, you're one of the old top four. You get a buy. And then the one thing it takes out is you win your conference, you're in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, yeah. Conf- all, all conference winners get in. Well, like, let's say, fives. okay, let's say uh, Georgia and Florida had a down year, right? Let's yeah. say one of them made the SEC title with uh, two, two bad losses, losses right? Yeah. Alabama's undefeated. They upset Bama. Well, Bama, Bama stays still gets in. Right. But then they get in because they won the SEC. Okay. Yeah, it gives you wiggle room for for upsets and championship games. Yeah. And I like that. And I, I agree. Power fives, all conference championships or all conference champions get in. Um, and then that leaves room for the mid majors if someone runs the table undefeated. Then yeah, yes, like they, so they deserve a shot. As, as a West Virginia fan, you're not expecting a national championship. But I have my issues with Neil Brown. Okay. This isn't a WVU podcast. But the last two weeks they've looked good, but he can recruit. He's recruiting a top 20 class. Okay. So what you're looking for is of a fan of a school like WVU as a fan, you want them to be like a top 25 team every year. feel like they should be every three, four years. You want your team to push for a conference championship. That's not going to be an undefeated season. That might be one or two conference losses. You make the title game and you win it. If you're a WVU, say a Pitt fan, a fan of a team like that, and you have that type of season, well, then that puts you in the playoff. So what if you go in the playoff and get blown out? As a fan, just making it there, getting to experience that, be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. 
I like that. It was good. It was a good first 10 minutes. I like that. It was yeah. good. Good college football talk. Um, yeah. Real quick, before we get off college football, what do we got? What's today? The third? 17 days. 17 days. 17 days. I'm so excited, man. Um, I haven't been to a WVU home game, and I'm excited. I've All I've heard are great things. And I'll tell you what, the way they've looked the past two weeks has got me even more excited for you to come because – Yeah, I know. The- you, were, you were a little bit down. You were a little, oh, bit, down. A little bit down. I wasn't the only one, to be fair. I, I know. I agree with that. But but the way they played Oklahoma was good. That was, it was. good. That was it good was. for the, the overall. Texas, the Texas Tech loss was terrible, and then they looked like shit against Baylor. Those were the two. Yes. But but all in all, I think it'll be okay. It's still yeah. it's still Texas, man, and it's still it could be the last Texas at WVU for a very very long time. Yeah. Unless and we get some crazy non-conference, if they go to like, you know what um, what college basketball does sometimes, where they have the the conferences clash for a weekend or something like that. Yeah, which I think would be cool. I do love that college but, basketball does that when they do the rivalries between conferences. I really do like that. Yeah, um, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be loud. Right this weekend, we've got Major Harris's you know induction to the WVU Hall of Fame, which would be awesome. And then Texas. I mean, it needs not. It's to. Every college football fan hates Texas. You know what made everyone hate Texas more now? Them bailing to go get beat up on in the SEC. As I've okay. told you, Oklahoma will rise to the top of the SEC. They because they recruit well year in and year out. Yes, Texas and they still recruit just, top talent on the defensive side of the ball. They still yep. do that. Texas is just going to sink to the middle, and I cannot wait for it. Yeah, they're going to have to completely change everything that they do. Um, and they won't because they're arrogant differently. Because they think just because they're Texas, it matters. Right. Yeah, that's right. They're gonna have to go get some fucking Tim Riggins and Matt Saracens in order. Yeah, to well, Texas forever, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, side note: I was at work and these people were talking about Friday Night Lights. Um, and I mean, I've said it. I, I I'm a nurse in an operating room, so I work with like. 99.9% women. Um, and this one girl was like, yeah, I'm, you know, I've started watching Friday night lights and she's what like, she's in like, she's in like her early twenties. And I'm like, dude, what have, what was your childhood? Like, what, what did you miss? What rock did you crawl out from under? And I had her going. I convinced her that Taylor Kish was transgender and she bought into it, dude. I had her convinced that Tim Riggins was transgender. <laughs> it was so funny, man. I he was is, like, think about it. I was like, his real name's Taylor. I mean, you got to look it up. Like, he legit. Tra- and then she obviously looked it up. And yeah. he's just, I mean, he's the he's like, he's my Brady Quinn of actors. Yeah, he played uh, he played Michael Murphy, too, in Lone Survivor. Yeah, he, did, he did play Michael Murphy. He, uh, he also you know, was he, in, um, what was that movie, Savages? Where like yeah. they grew, they grew pot and they sold it, and yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not a transgender in the show, but he is an eighteen-year-old for about seven years in the show. Eighteen-year-old who drinks beer on his porch and hooks up with his forty-year-old neighbor. Yeah, Tim for Rickinson. years. Yeah, <laughs> ageless wonder. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll go from funny to serious here. Um, we obviously have to talk about this. Biggest NFL news over the past couple days, um, Henry Ruggs. Um, so Henry Ruggs at, was like 3.40 in the morning, 
Monday, yeah. Monday morning you don't need into to be Tuesday out. morning. Yeah, why why are you out anyway? Um, more details have come to light. So those of you that don't know, Henry Ruggs rear-ended somebody um, in Las Vegas in his Corvette. He rear-ended a 23-year-old woman in her RAV4, causing the RAV4 to go up in flames and she died along with her dog inside of the RAV4. Um, he obviously didn't flee the scene, was taken into custody, showed signs of um, impairment. And in court today, they wheeled him in a wheelchair with the Mike the Situation um, fucking <laughs> foam neck brace on. Shouldn't like it's, it's not funny, but any anytime I see that neck brace, I think of the situation. Um, they wheel they wheeled him in, and the police officers said that he was going 156 miles an hour seconds before the crash, impacted 127, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and his BAC was 0.161, which is over twice the legal limit. Which is not, I had one more beer than I thought I could. And I was, and it's it's not, not, you know, you could have three beers. This isn't how it works. You could have three beers in an hour and be at 0.08. If you have six beers in an hour, that doesn't put you at 0.161. There's a report out. There is no factual proof to it, but there's apparently a rumor out that Henry Ruggs was seen at a bar and he had 18 shots in a four hour period. Yeah. And then, you know, decided. and he's not, a, I mean, he's not a big dude. He's not, no. not a big guy, but 18 shots. It's really shots of honey? <sighs> <sighs> Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, so we're, listen, guys, we're not laughing at the fact that a life was lost. Um, We're trying to make light of a terrible situation. But the fact is, you're a piece of shit for drinking that much and getting into a car and driving in what seems to be from the pictures and from what I've read, not not like not in the desert in in Nevada. This was a decently populated area with multiple stoplights. So speed limit, I don't think was announced, but I'm assuming it's probably in the area of, I don't know, 45 to 55 maybe. So he's going at a minimum three times the speed limit. Um, crazy, man. Just absolutely insane. Just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's ridiculously sickening. stupid. I mean, how many teammates or coaches or friends, or Ubers, could you call? I mean, you make, you know, millions of dollars. So you don't even have the excuses that a normal person did of like, oh, I just drank way too much and I had to get home. I mean, him going 150 negates that anyways. But like, you know, normal people talk themselves into drinking and driving. Never okay. Should never do it. I've honestly never done it. It's it's stupid. However, normal people, sometimes it happens and you're barely over. Again, wrong. That's just so beyond, like, what the fuck, dude? And now you just ruined your life and uh, and tragically killed somebody in their pet. Yeah. Someone lost, a you know, a daughter or a girlfriend or a wife. Sister. 
Yeah. Because you wanted to be an idiot. Yeah. So yeah, two lives, two lives ruined. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Was the woman in the car with him? I don't know what her status is. I think there was someone with him too, right? I don't know. That I don't know. I didn't read any, but it's like, who else was he with that let him get in a car? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's not out of his way. He's not drinking by himself. And here's the thing the bar that he was at, Mm -hmm. that bartender is, if, if, if this is fact that he had 18 shots, that bar and that bartender, they are screwed. Um, but I was looking up state laws and um, like the uh, you're going to laugh this, the penal code. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and in Nevada for a um, DUI resulting in homicide or manslaughter, so vehicular manslaughter due to DUI. Um, Nevada is a minimum of two year sentence with a maximum of 20. Um, and Nevada does not, does not do probation for, um, vehicular manslaughter due to DUI, which is good because I don't want to see him get off because he's famous and worth millions of dollars on probation here. Um, so if found guilty, which it's vehicular manslaughter due to DUI. He was drunk driving. So there's the DUI. She died. So that's manslaughter there. I mean, it's pretty clean cut. He's going to jail here. Um, What's going to be sickening is if he only serves two years. No, he better get more than that. I mean, he was fast on the field. I hope they have him running in the shower too, Mm -hmm. because he's, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you and I had that much money, and you and I wanted to go out on a random weeknight and get hammered. We would just pay somebody and be like, dude, here's a thousand bucks. Just mm-hmm. sit with us all night and you got to drive us home. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, it's really not. It's, I was watching ESPN today, which is kind of makes me sick. Um, they talked about Henry Ruggs for about mm, 30 seconds. And then it was all Aaron Rodgers test positive for COVID. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers lied about his vaccination status. Yeah, because that's what they're more worried about. Aaron Rodgers, that that's how it is. That's not the story here. That's not the story. Um, like this girl's name needs to be the focal point. Mm -hmm. Family needs to be the focal point here. Um, it's sick, and I've already seen and talked to people who are like, "Oh, well, Dante Stallworth this and Dante Stallworth that." Yeah, there's a difference. Dante Stallworth didn't hit somebody at 150 miles an hour. Dante Stallworth was driving drunk. Yes. But a guy ran out in the middle of the street and there's video evidence of it. He came out of nowhere and ran into the street and ran in front of Dante Stallworth's car. That was the difference. That's why Dante Stallworth did probation and not jail time. There's yeah. Also, big, you know what? big difference here. I'm going to say this. Fuck what about ism. That's the problem with our world now. Who cares yeah. what? What he did was wrong. It was messed up. He should pay the punishment. I hope he does. And also, I will say this. I don't know if at his heart he's a shitty person or not. He made a clearly shitty decision. But he's Mm -hmm. got to now live with the fact that he killed somebody for the rest of his life. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter. Oh, what about this person? And they did that. And they did that. Okay. What did he do? That's all this is about. He fucked up. It was wrong. He needs to pay the price. Doesn't matter what someone else did, and they got more, or they got less. Yeah. What did he do? 
and I personally know somebody who, um, who did hit hit somebody while driving drunk and killed them, um, and it haunts him to this day, and as it should. Um, but anyway, done with the done with the serious shit. Um, oh, okay. More sports news. I know we're gonna get the lines. Well, we have to talk about it, man. Kyle Beach and the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh boy. Okay, listen. Spoiler alert: Virgin ears. Turn off the podcast now, because I don't have a filter when it comes to this. Um, so, if you don't know who Kyle Beach is, Kyle Beach used to play for the Blackhawks, and apparently, him and a video manager went out, um, and they brought a girl back to a hotel room. I don't know 100% specifics, but the girl dipped out and the video manager finished Cal Beach with his mouth. Um, and Cal Beach is claiming sexual assault. For those of you who've ever had a blowjob, I don't know how somebody can put your penis in their mouth and then you claim assault. How, how do you not stop somebody from giving you head? Well, what I'll say is, the reports say the guy told him, essentially, it's this young, impressionable kid who's trying to make mm-hmm. it in the NHL. Also didn't have a normal upbringing because if you're a hockey star like that going to prep school. So right. you're right. Um, you know, it, it might be tough in that scenario if he's like, you let me do this or else your fucking career in this league is finished. What, what blows my mind, honestly, because when it comes to the sexual assault, obviously that's never okay. None of us were there. But let's just say the Blackhawks coaches and executives basically literally being quoted saying they don't have time for some stupid sexual assault shit because they're trying to win a cup. Holy shit. And a lot of the players knew about it. And then they, you know, Jonathan Taze, again, I don't want to, it'd be tough. You know, you're a young guy, you have your own personal relationships with this general manager, with these, with these executives, with the coaches, you can only judge somebody based off of your experiences with them. But even when they interviewed him now, would it have been that hard to be like, look, the guy I knew was good, but he should be punished because it was fucked up what he did. I mean, it's all you got to say, dude, you know, but. It is cool. And then Quenville thinking it was smart to coach that night. Boy, <laughs> just a shit show of a situation, huh? It's, it's, I don't know, man. It's tough for me to wrap my brain around. And listen, as soon as I heard this, the only thing I could think of, I don't know if you've seen, I think it's Harold and Kumar escape from Guantanamo Bay. But <laughs> yes, Big Bob. Big Bob. That's yeah. all I that's all I can think about, man. Yeah, uh, it's gay for getting my dick sucked. You're gay for sucking my dick. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's, just, it's wild. There's a lot of go there's a lot going on. Oh, and Deshaun Watson wasn't traded at the deadline. Shocker. Not gonna yeah, play cool. a snap in the NFL this year. Good. Um, all right, so let's get into it. People wow, all right. Yeah, we're getting 27 minutes. This yeah, we'll pump these lines out quick, you know. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so last week, two and one in college football. 
Blue screwed us over by blowing a 16-point lead and letting Michigan State come back and not only cover but win the game outright. Um, so we went two and one in college. And then in the NFL, um, it wasn't pretty, man. Thank God we hit that teaser. Bill scared me for a second there. But um, let's see here. In the NFL, let me pull it up. NFL. All right, we had three units on Kansas City minus nine and a half, and the Patrick Mahomes saga continues. Guy can't stop turning the ball over. The offense looks predictable. They, I don't, I don't, God, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have like Chargers. a spicy Mahomes hot take ready, but I don't know if it's too early, so I might. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, please. His talent is undeniable. His arm talent, the things he can do with the football. Purely quarterback skill-wise, when it comes to reading a defense, do it, you know, when he's not running around bombing it downfield, he's never really had to do it because the system he's in on top of his talent, he's never had to sit in a pocket with two deep safeties and read a defense and hit short and intermediate routes the whole time. Like, you know, people yeah. love to make fun of Tom Brady for dinking and dunking, and he does it when he needs to. Because but at, at 45 years old, he'll still beat you 50 yards down the field. Yeah, exactly. And Mahomes, yeah. um, you know, I, losing Sammy Watkins looks like it might be a big deal. Mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. You know, Kelsey, he was in his 30s. One of these years, he was going to lose a step. I think he mm -hmm. lost a step. I don't think he sucks. Obviously, he's yeah. still really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and Mahomes is just forcing it. He's in his own head. And no when I say game. system quarterback, I am by no means saying he's not still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I think people found out how to defend him. And yeah. 50 touchdown a season pace for the rest of his career, I don't think we're going to see that anymore. No. And no. now the rest of the Chiefs, now that his 40 million years getting ready to kick in, well, we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll it'll see. be interesting. Um, Chargers minus four. We had three units on that. Patriots are good. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, they're good. Mac Jones is good. Um, yeah. Fuck. They're good. They're three plays away from being seven and one. And, and I say that because the three plays that I'm referencing are all within the final two minutes of the game, either in scoring position to take the lead or with the lead. Um, and that was the Damian Harris fumble with less than a minute left and chip shot field goal range to beat the Dolphins. Um, the Nick Folk field goal that doinked against Tampa to take the lead against Tampa. And then the Trayvon Diggs pick six. Although they did answer with a Kendrick Bourne. Um, still, if you're able, they, there was four minutes left in that game. He, if they don't throw the pick six, the Trayvon Diggs um, clock gets milked out and they beat Dallas. Um, so, yeah, they're legit three plays away from being seven and one. They're a pretty yeah. damn good four and four football team, and I think they're going to make the playoffs, man. I I actually yeah. do. I'm not willing to say I think Mac Jones is good, but didn't I tell you that I thought? Listen, I'm not being a hater. I'm not saying Mac Jones is bad. That's not about to come out of my mouth. I think he's okay. I think he will always be okay, and I think he will look good because I think it's a testament to Bill putting him in the situations he needs to, and not asking him to do things he shouldn't do. Yeah, but he's super outside of. The, the the system, he, his intelligence, his football IQ is through the roof. The kid does not. Well, yeah. He doesn't make no, mistakes. Exactly. And that's – they're not 
he's not going to beat you downfield throwing start throwing darts. So what? They're not going to ask him to do that. I'm not. And I'm, me, me saying I don't think he's good is not me saying I think he's bad. Matt I Jen's just best think, rookie quarterback. <laughs> I mean, well, he's on the best team, so that that certainly Anyways, helps. <laughs> on to the next. Speaking of the worst rookie quarterback. You weren't here. I tried to get cute. Took the Jaguars plus three and a half. They got piss pumped by Seattle. To be fair, you um, weren't the only one. A lot that of people. Was one and, a half. and then this dude, this next one, I'm telling you, like everybody I talk to that, you know, is in the betting game and betting world that I've built connections with um, like this as well. And I think we just all got caught up in it. Detroit plus three and a half. Throttled, I loved it. by Philly. Wow. Um, that was over super quick. That was a unit loss. But let's get into the wins. Um, so the over 50 and a half in the Titans Colts. Titans won the game 34-31 at the cost of Derrick Henry. Um, under 47 in the Carolina Atlanta, 19-13. That's just Carolina Atlanta football, man. That's just that's who these teams are this year. So that hit by a million points. And then the big play, the three-way teaser. Uh, four to win five. It was Buffalo minus six and a half. They won by 15. Pittsburgh plus 10 and a half. They won the game outright. And the Rams minus seven. They won the game 38-22. Funny thing is that line closed at 17. Um, And what does Houston do? Score 22 unanswered in the fourth quarter and gets a two-point conversion with like a minute and a half left to cover the spread. So those of you that just waited until right before kickoff and took the Rams to cover the spread got screwed. Um, but we finished the week at plus 0.55 units. So that's six consecutive profitable weeks, eight out of nine weeks we've turned a profit. Um, so it wasn't a great week, but we didn't lose. We turned a profit, and that's the goal, turn a profit every single week. So that was last week. That's behind us. And it's time to get into this week. Uh, our first game, we have the Jets at the Colts. Colts coming in at minus 10 and a half. Um, can they stop Mike White, the legend? Uh, over under 45 and a half. Real quick, I saw a meme. And it was like these four backup quarterbacks won this week in the NFL. And it was Mike White, Geno Smith. Um, God, who's the third one? Who's the other backup oh. that came in and won? Oh, Trevor Simeon yeah. and Patrick Mahomes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so Mike White beat the Bengals last week. So Jets at Colts minus 10.5 was the Colts over under coming in at 45.5. I don't really – I mean, I, I don't know, man. If anything, I'd probably lean the over here. I don't know if the Colts cover the 10 and a half. I don't think Carson Wentz makes the mistakes he made against Tennessee. Um, no, he's because he's played good overall this year. Yeah. Do I think, but my thing is, can the Jets put up 30 points again? Probably not, man. Probably not. No. Can, can the Jets put up 14 points this week? Who knows? Who knows? So I, I don't want to make a play here. I, I would lean. The over, just based off the fact that I think Indy's offense has looked pretty good and they might be able to put up 31, and then you would need 15 out of the Jets. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We could look at some player props. Like, I think Michael Carter, I want to say his reception was at, like, 4.5, and he's been getting, like, 20 targets over the last two weeks. So we could look at stuff like that for this game. Yeah. 
All right. That's a Thursday night game, right? It is, yeah. So we oh, need to terrible. Look at it tomorrow. God, that's yeah. awful. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's so better bad. than Texans Panthers. Yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Speaking of the shitbag Texans, Texans at Dolphins. Dolphins minus six and a half over under at 46. I'd lean the under. Yeah. Dolphins offense sucks. Texans offense sucks. I I, I have no interest in this game. Like none. No, I hate yeah. Tua. Um they have no run game. I th- th- this game is I'm glad this is a one o'clock game and this is not wasted on one of my four four o'clock games. No, yeah. I can find other things to watch here. Uh, lean the under onto the next. <laughs> okay, good. That was quick. All right. So the boys, baby. Mm, the boys. Dak should be back. If not, fuck it. You got Cooper Rush. Broncos at the Cowboys. Cowboys minus nine and a half. Over under 49 and a half. Um, so news with the Broncos. They traded Von Miller um, to the Rams. The Rams now have top tier Hall of Fame talent at every single level. Obviously, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. Um, the Rams wasted a number one overall pick on Jared Goff, and they said, the hell with that. We're never doing that again. We're just going to trade every draft pick we ever have, and we're going to build this monster team, and we're going to try and win the Super Bowl in our house. Um, so Von Miller no longer a Bronco. With that being said, Broncos, Cowboys, Cowboys minus nine and a half, over under 49 and a half. I like the Cowboys defense, and I like a conservative game plan from the Cowboys here. Therefore, I don't like the Cowboys to cover, but I like the under 49 and a half here. What do you think? Yes, I'm with you. I like the under because I don't think the Broncos are going to score much. And, I mean, the Cowboys Cowboys could score 30 points, and I don't think the Broncos would score enough to ruin the under. Exactly. That's exactly where I'm at. Even if the Cowboys go out and put up 31, I don't think we're getting 20 out of the um, out of the Broncos here. So I like the under 49 and a half. Let me get my marker here. Where's my marker, marker, marker? I want to write this down so I have it at the end of the show. All right, I lost my marker. Two units? Yes, I like two. Yeah, it's not a... I don't know if you can hear the rustling, man, but I'm wearing my windbreaker, and it's just I have a I have a, a windbreaker on as well. <laughs> Hell yeah, team windbreaker. All right, so under 49 and a half here in the Broncos Cowboys game. Um, I want to talk about this a little bit more though, because so obviously if Cooper Rush goes, love the under. Um, yeah, but like I said, even if Dak goes, I st- I. I don't think we're going to see him, Aaron. I think it's going to be a big, heavy Zeke Tony Pollard game, and nothing better for an under than running the ball. Letting Zeke eat, dude. Let that man eat. Uh, Boy, real just... quick. I mean, how right? We don't have to get into it a ton, but mm. just a quick little attaboy. No, God, no. we were right about Dallas. Get in, God, yes. we were right. Absolutely. And I listen. You could say, "Oh, there's still time left in the season." No, nah, there's three time more wins. To win more fucking games. <laughs> Three more wins. And um, we're going to get about seven more. <laughs> and more. honestly, so this is what I told you this week about Dak not playing. There was no point in running Dak out there because you're sitting at what they were six and one. The rest of the division was sitting at two and five. Um, they're now sitting at seven and one. And you have. The Eagles are three and five, 
and the Giants and the Redskins sitting at two and six. Um, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if they sit him again. There's there's really no point in rushing him back, um, especially against a team that you know. Obviously, you watched them beat the Vikings in in Minnesota. So now you're at home against a worse offense, better defense probably. But I don't know. I think it'll be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if um, if Dak doesn't go, and I wouldn't be mad if Dak doesn't go because I think it's better for the Cowboys. Yeah. season long if Dak takes this one off. Um, but the um, the Broncos are only averaging 19 points a game. Over their last two games, they've put up a whopping 31 points. So, yeah, under, good. under 49 and a half here. Um, under is good and the Cowboys are good. The Cowboys are real good. Um, we'll have to look up what we're on pace for with the player props at the end of the show with CD, Zeke, and Dak for comeback player of the year. Um, well, we need. Act- we don't want to miss too many games for comeback player right. year. Right. Right. Yeah, because Joey B. Mm-hmm. Joey B. Making an argument. Yes, they're in um, a few bad picks though. As good yes. as he's yes. Vikings at the Ravens. Ravens minus six coming off the bye. Yeah, off the bye. Yeah. Over under at forty nine and a half. Um, I don't know here. I don't know either. Because the, the Vikings are a good team. They are. It's Ravens by a field goal is probably what I'd say. So I'm. But I don't know. It could be a 31-28 game. It could be a 2017. It could I. I don't know. This should be a good game, I think. Yeah, it'll be a fun game to watch. Purple on purple. It'll be a good game. Um, so no, I I I'd lean Vikings plus six, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's the same. That's what I'd lean. Sure. Keep it competitive. All right. Patriots at Panthers. Panthers plus three and a half at home. C Mac. Uh, activated off the IR, but it seems like he won't be going this week. Um, a lot of reports seem to think that it'll be another Chuba Hubbard start over under at 40 and a half. Uh, I like the over here. I think the Patriots offense has shown me enough that I think I, I do. I like the 40 and a half slow. I think both teams will get into the twenties here. I think it'll be a low twenties game, 20, I don't know, 24, 20, 24, 23, something like that. So I think I like the over more than anything here, over 40 and a half. Yeah, that's such a low total. And the Patriots offense looks good. And if the Panthers can give us something, I think I like the, I like the over as well because it is a really low total, like really low. Right. So we have two units on the under 49.5 in the boys. Yes. And then what do you want to go here? One, two. Well, they're your, it's your team. So how confident do you feel about it? I Listen, I, I've loved the under a lot this year, but now I'm siding with their overs, um, the way the offense has been playing the past couple weeks. And as good as the defense was early, I think it was also a result of their competition. Um, now, do I think the Panthers' offense is very good? No. But do I think that they've been underperforming? Yes. So I think they're going to get 20 points on the Patriots. Um, I'll say two units. We've got two units on the over 40.5. So two on the over 40.5 in the Pats game. All right. Bills, Jaguars. Bills at the Jags. Jags coming in 
Not that that tra- that ticker's wrong. <laughs> oh, that ticker's wrong. Jags coming in at plus fourteen, not minus fourteen. <laughs> Over under at forty eight and a half. Bills had- by a fucking million. Thank you. I agree. Um, they started out slow against Miami. Still ended up covering um, the spread in that game, and they covered fourteen against Miami, and they were tied for a long, long part of that game. Um, but I don't think that they start out slow against the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars' offense is too sloppy. James Robinson banged up. Carlos Hyde even a little bit banged up. Um, so it's going to be the receivers a lot. are awful, awful. Yeah. They, yeah. Once they lost Chark, I mean Chenault's a beast with the ball in his hands, but, but you got to give him the ball. The Jacksonville has zero receivers that can separate. I mean zero. Nobody can get open. Like I've watched, you know rewound plays and been like, why did, you know, why didn't Trevor throw it? And I look and no one's open. Nobody. So yeah, they suck. Bills 38 to 10. Okay. Might be more yeah. than that. Might be more than that. Yeah. So the, the bills right now are sitting at five and two um, in their five wins. How many of those games did they win by more than 14 points? Probably every single one of them. Correct. They sure did. Uh, they beat Miami 35 nothing. They beat Washington 43-21. They obviously beat Houston 40 to nothing. They beat the Chiefs 38 to 20. And then they beat Miami this past week again, 26 to 11. So they've covered the spread in every well, they've covered this spread in every single one of their wins. Um, and the Jaguars are not going to beat them. It's not happening. No. It's not happening. No, 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 no. Yeah, we've seen some crazy upsets this year, but sorry, sorry, Duval. That's not. Yeah, it's not going to be a thing. Um, and then the, you know the Jaguars obviously losing by twenty four last week. They lost by eighteen to Tennessee. Um, kept it close with Cincinnati on that Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Um, it was a good game. But okay, so this uh, this is a three unit play for me. Um, yeah, at the Bills yeah. minus fourteen. I'd say There's more, some... but anything more than that with this, just with the, the spread being so big, is just still kind of risky. Yeah, we don't want them. We don't want them up backdoor. Thirty-one. Yeah, we don't want them up thirty-one to ten or thirty. Yeah, thirty-one ten, and then Jacksonville scoring a touchdown and going for two. Some crazy shit, Urban Meyer. All right, next game, Battle of Ohio. Browns at Bengals, Bengals minus two and a half, over under 47. Um, the Browns' offense is a fucking mess right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamar Chase, baby. Jamar Chase, week in and week out. Yes, the Bengals lost last week to the Jets. but kind of makes me like them more here. <laughs> I do. I agree. I, I, I agree with you on that. Um, but I don't know if I want to make a play on it because I do love the Browns defense. Yeah. So I would lean, I'd lean Bengals money line at a minus one thirty-five if I'm playing anything on this game. I'm not taking the two and a half in case they win a one or a two point game. I'm just taking the minus one thirty-five money line. Bengals to win this game at home. Now, because like too with Baker, you never know when Baker's gonna throw a hell of a game at you. And he does throw some in there. He looks average most of the time, but he throws the occasional. You know, perfect 275-yard, three-touchdown, no-pick game at you. I'm not saying he's going to do it this week, but, like, I don't know when the hell he does. He just randomly does. So, And they they did play a very, very, very good Pittsburgh defense last week. Yeah. Um, and Jarvis Landry was a nightmare. 
Oh he lost. God. I honestly think he lost. He lost the game. game. He was yeah. terrible. Yeah. He was so bad. The fumble man. and then the drops. They should have. Yeah. He was them. so bad. Um, drama with Odell. Sent home from practice for oh, a personal else? issue. Um, yeah. What else is new exactly? So I. Uh, who knows what's going asshole. on? You see that? Huh? His you dad. Yeah, you see what his dad yeah. did? Yeah. He posted that video of all the, the, the bad throws that Baker made and mm-hmm. all this all sorts of shit and avoiding him when he's wide open. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and even Baker was like, I've talked to his dad. He's in, like, I don't under he's like, you know, why that's not something that's basically that shit's not cool. And that's not cool. Here's here's the thing. As a man, there's no way Odell's dad didn't ask him about it. Like, keep your daddy out of it. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know, dude. It's what a just a fucking disaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next game. Falcons Saints. Saints minus six at home over under 41 and a half. Um I I really like the Falcons getting six points here. I like it a um, lot too. I think the Falcons I mean, are pretty good. Yeah, so is is who's going at quarterback? Taysom Hill's not for sure. Yeah. Um so it's what are we gonna Seaman? Oh boy, dude! You're talking about penal codes, penile codes, and penal then codes and semen. Oh, and Kyle Beach. Oh, <laughs> oh God! I, I, this is weird to me. Um, yeah, I really like the Falcons plus the six here. Like Trevor Simeon was. I, I don't want to say good enough. He was not bad enough to lose the game against Tampa. Uh, he did not play well. He didn't. He really, in the second half, he was terrible. No. Um, so, yeah. I like, the, yeah, I think the Falcons might actually win this game outright, to be honest. I but do, too. But what I do you do, always say? <laughs> nope. Yep. Uh-huh. Actually, I'm, I want to suggest buying a half point, getting them at six and a half, um, and taking the Falcons plus six and a half here. So that'd be a minus one twenty line, and I want to say two and a half units on the Falcons plus six and a half here. Okay, I All like right. that. ATL plus six and a half. All right, and now we've got the Raiders at the Giants. Giants plus three at home after a competitive game with Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. Over under at forty six. Any thoughts on this? None, because competitive with Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. Who isn't competitive with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Yeah, what does that mean nowadays? And the Raiders, I mean, they're pretty good, I think, but going, I don't know. The Ruggs thing might distract them. They're going cross. Dude, I don't I got no thoughts Their on this. Their wide receiver core is a mess. Yeah. I mean, it's – oh, I – good, dude. Derek Carr needs to get some damn credit. Yeah, if you know, if I had to lean something, I'd lean Raiders here. But yeah, Derek Carr needs credit. Uh, I've always yeah. been a Derek Carr fan. I've always thought Derek Carr's a lot better than what he gets credit for, and uh, he's proven it this year, man. He's pretty good. He's a pretty damn good That's quarterback. Fair. I mean, it it helps to have a Darren Waller that you can throw to twenty times a game. But, but still, but every still, quarterback needs that, you know. Yes. All right. Chargers at Eagles. Eagles plus two and a half here. Over under at fifty. I want to go back to the well. I want to go back. Herbie Hancock can't disappoint three weeks, three games in a row. Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Yeah, man, I don't know. 
the Eagles looked great last week. The Chargers looked poopy. And I so so I relate this to the Chief or the Bengals Jets game. This line is recency bias. The Bengals Jets line at 11 and a half was recency bias. The Bengals coming off a dominating win and the Jets coming off their worst loss in franchise history. And what happens? The Jets end up winning the game outright. Little different here, but the Chargers look not, they haven't looked good the last two weeks. Um, well, two weeks they played, they had the bye week. And the Eagles looked absolutely dominant against the Lions. So what the what does that mean? Who's the better team? The Chargers. And all they have who's to do is the, win by. Yeah. Yeah, here's my thing. Who's got the better quarterback? The Eagles. Fucking bastard. <laughs> who's got the better running back? Chargers. Who has the better wide receiving core? The Chargers. Who has the better offensive line? The Chargers. Who's got the better defensive line? The Chargers. Like, dude, I, I – yeah, no, this should be. Oh, this I, seems easy. That's... So here's my thing. Traveling to the East, um, I think they're averaging 13 points a game this year. Obviously, the stinker week one against Washington where they pulled it out. And then the Baltimore game was in Baltimore, right? Where they it was, pooped yeah. Pooped on. Um, but that's different. That's Baltimore. This is Philadelphia. Two different birds. Eagles mm-hmm. and Ravens, it's not the same. Um yeah, I love the Chargers minus two and a half here, man. I love the Chargers to win this game by a field goal or more. Yeah, yeah. Three units. All right, yeah. three units on the Chargers minus two and a half. Herbie Hancock going mm-hmm. off. Herbie Hancock about the about to shred that Eagles defense. All right, this sucks. This could have been a great game, great four o'clock game to watch. Packers at Chiefs. Chiefs coming in at minus seven and a half, over under at 47 and a half. Um, we're going to get some Jordan Love, or or <laughs> we might see a little bit. Blake Bortles, put your whole bankroll on the Packers. <laughs> we might see a little boat. Um, they, did, they did sign him today. Uh, so apparently the story was they called him, and he was in the middle of a golf round, and apparently he was – even par through seven holes, and he was staring at a double bogey putt on eight when he got the call. He got the call, and he left the golf course and said he shot even par on the day. Um, I mean, he never finished that hole, so. <laughs> right, he didn't. So, I don't know, man. This could have been so good. Like, this was the, – yeah. the original line was one. That was hammer the Packers money line. That, that That's an easy pick, but now – I don't, dude. I don't. I've joked a couple of those other games, but I don't care. I have no clue. Well, as far as not having a clue, um, I, I don't know. I, but I do, do care about this game. Yes, no, I do care. but it's Because we're going to learn a lot about both teams. We're going to learn a lot about how good the Packers outside of Aaron Rodgers are. And we're also going to learn, can the Chiefs ever figure anything out? Like, Can they figure something out? Um, I would just lean the over hoping for – Jordan loved to have a decent game and the Chiefs to score in the high 20s. Um, so I would lean the over 47. Yeah, I guess I'd probably lean that too, but I honestly, I have no clue. All right. Next game, big game, very big game. Cardinals at the 49ers. 49ers coming in at plus one over under at, I don't have my glass on, 45 and a half. Um, there's, two, there's two plays I like here. I like the home team plus the point, the 49ers plus the point. And I also 
I really like the over. I like the over 45 and a half. Um, I like what the Cardinals offense has done the majority of the year. And the 49ers have shown us nothing but being over crushers as of late. Uh, their defense is not what is expected of them. And the offense looks so much better with a healthy Jimmy G underneath. Yeah. Yeah, I like, and, I like the over here a lot. And Georgie. Georgie should be back yeah. this week, I hope. Uh, that's big. Debo Samuel's a god, dude. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember who it was. There was some guy that I was talking to preseason who was like, dude, I'm taking Debo Samuel in every fantasy draft. And yeah, then somebody liked him a lot. And then he didn't take him in a single one. No, well, it's you know, fantasy's weird. You can want a guy and just some it doesn't work. But yes, I did love Debo a lot. Yeah, he's super good and he's an absolute target monster. Um, he's one of those you can hand it off to him, you can hit him with a screen, you can hit him 50 yards downfield. He's a very, very, very talented wide receiver. Um, yeah. Brandon Ayuk, irrelevant. Uh, I've seen some. I saw some prior to the trade deadline, some rumors of Brandon Ayuk possibly going to New England, but that obviously didn't happen. That would have been pretty cool because I think Ayuk's a talent and that would have been nice to have. But all right, so let's do the over because I, I, I do, in case the 49, in case the Cardinals come out and blow up, um, I'd rather just play the over and cheer for a really fun game to watch. And I think that's what we're going to get here is a fun game to watch. Yeah, um, I agree. Even if we get a 27 20 football game, we're hitting the over. I think it's a yeah. low total. I like the over 45 and a half here. I do what do you too. want to give? Give me a unit. Two. Two. Yeah, that's good. That's Two. good. 45 and a half in the Sam Fran game. Okay. All right. Now, these last two games are going to be our um, parlay for the week. Titans, no Derrick Henry. At the newly acquired Vaughn Miller and the Los Angeles Rams Rams coming in at minus seven and a half over under at 53 and a half. Um, dude, it's the Rams. It's their, it's, it is their season. Like this is it. I mean, they're just Cooper cup. Amazing. Bobby Woods, Daryl Henderson, absolute animal. God, is he good? Um, Rams have to win this game. They're probably going to cover the seven and a half. But we've been doing really well with teasing or playing money lines and saving ourselves from a backdoor cover, and I think that's what we do here. You want to? We're going to take the Rams money line. Am I correct? We are. Yes. Okay. So the Titans. We'll see what um, what Ryan Tannehill can draw up here without having the beast behind him. Yeah, who's and you know, you know who's going to be taking AJ Brown out of the game. Yeah, Jalen's going to be holding his dick the entire game, mm-hmm. um, so it's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to it's going to be really tough for the Titans to get points in this game. I really believe that. I think that defense is going to be flying around, super hyped because Vaughn Miller's got to be pumped. Oh, but not yeah. only is Vaughn Miller pumped, that the rest of that defense has to be absolutely stoked to bring in a guy of that caliber. I mean, it's the organization is saying, guys, like we're we're going all in. Like this is it. You guys are you guys are going to the Super Bowl, and if they get there, it's going to be really tough to go against them. I, dude, I'm really hoping we get a Rams Bills Super Bowl. Yeah, and I want a Rams Dallas NFC Championship game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So give me like 
Who do we take in the AFC Championship against the Bills? Who do we want? Um, we don't want the Ravens. We don't want the Ravens. Well, I would have said the Titans with Derrick Henry healthy. That would have been fun again. He'll be back, right? Is he going to come back at the end of the year? I guess he could. Yeah, they said. But so if he's back, he'll be no. eligible for like week 16. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. I mean, that's. It'd be fun. Yeah. Should be a lot of points. Um, AFC's up in the air. I The Bills are the best team in the AFC, in my opinion. Yes. Um, NFC, man, it's, any, it's a four horse race. You got the Rams, you got the Bucks, you got the Packers, you got the Cowboys. It's good to really, yeah. it's a really, really, really going to be the fun playoffs coming out of the NFC. And it's the first time in a while, in a long time, that the NFC has been clearly the better conference. Yeah, except I think the Bills could beat any of them, so it would be fun. No, they, they could, but I'm talking the just overall depth yeah, yeah, yeah. in the NFC. It's just leaps and bounds, especially with what's going on with the Chiefs. Um, and then we've got the Monday night game. Bears at the Steelers. Steelers minus six and a half, over under at 40. Yeah, okay. Steelers money line. So we're going to parlay Rams Steelers money line. It's a minus 125. Um, so that would be if we played five. Oh, I don't know. Hang on, let me get the odds here. Okay. Yeah, five to win four. Yeah, on the Steelers Rams money line parlay. Yeah, the Steelers are setting us up for another fraudulent record. So you know they're going to get to like six and three. <laughs> Dude, they're not good. I'm sorry, they're just not. I know they're. I know they're not a good football team, but they but will. Their schedule is playing in their favor, <clears throat> and their defense is good, and the offense, aka Najee Harris, is doing enough to get it done. Yeah, dude, Mike yeah. Tomlin's a fucking idiot. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Why would? What were you thinking? Running a fake field goal. So here's my thing. And, and the Browns came out and said this. They said they knew it was a fake as soon as they saw both tight ends lined up on the same side of the field goal formation. Because normally you would split the tight ends. But they had both tight ends lined up on the left side, so they knew it was a fake field goal rolling out to the right. Um, and you, all you did was get Boswell. He got Wes Welkert. I mean, he just got just murdered. Which should have been a penalty, but that's irrelevant to the. Oh my god, <laughs> that was the that was the worst hit I've seen on a kicker since Sean Taylor in the Pro Bowl, man. Yeah, I mean that he got crushed. He got absolutely smacked. Man, um, I don't pretend to know why Mike Tomlin does what he does, but I know. his oh, in this dude, game, he, he's a great player, and this is exactly why I thought that college would be great for him. He's a great players coach. He's a great media guy. I think he's a good GM, but his in-game coaching is not good. His clock management is miserable. And some of the decisions that he, him and Matt Canada have made are mm -hmm. just absolutely dreadful. No, and I wasn't here to, I guess, defend myself. Not defend myself last week, but uh, what I said about the Mike Tomlin to college, Mike Tomlin also said. <laughs> he did. He did. He was like, yeah. he was like, no, Why I would I? he's got the I got the best job in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I I could go two and fourteen. They're not going to fire me. 
Yeah. He'd have to do that like four years in a row to get fired, honestly. And I don't even know if it would be a firing. I think they would he would walk away before he yeah. got fired. Yeah. But yeah, right. Rams Steelers are both gonna win the game. So that's a that's yes. a that's a good parlay. Hey, dude. Um best run of the year, Justin Fields touchdown. Oh my god, yeah. That was incredible. That was the Justin mm-hmm. Fields that everybody wanted to see when he got drafted. That was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Look, I know we're running out of time here, so I can't get into a conspiracy theory, but I still think Matt Nagy's trying to sabotage him. But yeah, I, I no, dude, I agree. I agree. The, the, the Bears, I think, could be decent as soon as they get rid of that Nagy problem. Mm-hmm. I do like <laughs> I, I I like what they have there. Um, yeah. So five units on the money line parlay. Squealers and the Rams. All right. So to recap here, we've got the under 49 and a half in the who do they even play? Sorry, Cowboys Broncos under 49 and a half for two units. Two units in the over 40 and a half in the Pats Panthers. Three units on the Bills minus 14. Two and a half units buying the hook to Atlanta plus six and a half. Three units on the Chargers, minus two and a half. Two units on the over 45 and a half in the Arizona San Fran game. And five units on the Rams, Steelers, Moneyline Parlay. There is one top 25 matchup. I'm not going to throw a ticker up because I didn't even bother to make a ticker here. It is the Texas A&M versus Auburn. The over-under coming in at 49 and a half. It's been bet down from 51 and a half. Texas A&M at minus four and a half. They are the home team. I know both teams have a good defense, but dude, it's a unit on, and we, we play every top 25 matchup, and we're not going to deviate from that. You just want to go on the over and hope we get a good game. One unit on the over. All right, listen, guys, if you don't play that, I don't blame you because there is we, there is no thought process behind this. It is just the sole fact that we play all the top 25 matchups and it's one unit. It's one unit over 49 and a half. Let's just hope for a 27, 24 football game. Let's just not get nine overtimes like Penn state, Illinois, and still hit the under WVU is going to win on Saturday too, for the record, but I can't recommend that. It's not a top 25. What's the line at? Uh, I think Oklahoma state's favored by like three or three and a half. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, you, you heard it here first. Oh, um, yeah. And he, not a top 25 matchup, but Michigan State at Purdue. Michigan State minus two and a half. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. I'm not going against them again. We've bet them all year. We went against them one time and it burned us. Um, Purdue, yes, has some good wins, but. Purdue got outplayed in every statistical category last week against Nebraska outside of the fact that, oh, wait, Nebraska's quarterback is still Adrian Martinez, and he's a fucking turnover machine. And that's what won Purdue that game. So give me Sparty minus two and a half, two units minus two and a half, Sparty over Purdue. But that's it, guys. So we've got two, four, six, seven, ten. 12 and a half, 15 and a half, 20 and a half, 22 and a half. So we got some units thrown around this week, 22 and a half units. Um, again, I, like I, don't, I don't know what you're doing with your mouth, but it's making me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> 22 and a half units 
everything's going to be up on the action network. Um, download the action app. That's the best way to track our plays. We still, um, I know I, I don't think I posted the graphic this past week because I wanted the people that listen to the podcast to get the plays and the people that follow us on the action app to get the plays. Um, those of you that just sit around on Instagram and wait for us to post stuff, quit being stingy. It doesn't take an hour of your time on your ride to work, on your ride home from work, whatever. Listen to us on there. Um, also, as always, Punchless MMA. I know you're not a big MMA fan, um, but an absolutely loaded card this weekend. Um, biggest of the year, for sure. Uh, they covered that last night, and my doppelganger is fighting um, Justin Gaethje. He's fighting Mike Chandler, who I absolutely fucking despise. So that's going to be a fight. But you have Kamara Usman's fighting Colby Covington in a rematch. Those of you that watched the first fight was absolutely phenomenal. Back and forth the entire time. Just just a great fight. So those two are going at it again. You have Rose Nama Yunus fighting Whaley Zhang. Rose knocked her out with a head kick. Whaley dominated everybody they threw in front of her um, before that. So that's a rematch. Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler. And then Shane Burgos and Billy Q is going to be the people's main event. I don't know if the boys on Punchless said it was, but that is going to be an absolute banger. And then you've got old trusty Frankie Edgar fighting Cheeto Vera. This card, even for non-MMA fans um, like you, I strongly suggest watching. All five of those fights are going to be absolutely incredible. It's going to be so much fun. So go listen to Punchless MMA. They put their episode out last night. Subscribe, like, comment on their YouTube as well as their iTunes. Um, we pretty much owe what we do to Dale and Trey. They put us, they put us here. They gave us the platform, and uh, we appreciate them. That is, uh, I think that's all I've got right now. Yeah, no, I mean, and like, I'm not a big MMA guy, but I'm a big Dale fan. I try to repay him for his kindness by carrying the wins on PUBG. So. I don't know if I'm a big Dale fan. No, he's my brother. I, I love he... him, but I, I love him, but I don't know if I like him. He has uh, his moments. <laughs> yeah, he does have his moments. But that's that's all we've got, guys. We've got the two college football plays, and then we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven NFL plays. Going to put some props out, uh, and that's that's it. Any parting shots? Anything in the world that you would like to talk about, or anything? that you want to tell me i don't know anything um no nah, i mean you look extra cute tonight but that's yeah. kind of goes without saying so check that. It's like a, that. check out this windbreaker hang on a second look at, look at the color scheme on this thing look at that yeah i'm a fan of that it reminds me of an elementary school uh yeah, big old parachute thing yeah i could put, I don't, put it's like a built-in fanny pack i can put all my things in that pocket that's um, nice but yeah, we've got 17 days until we're reunited, and I'm super pumped. Hopefully, yeah. that's a 3:30 game, so we can hang out all day yeah, and all night. Huh? I said, fingers crossed. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, that's all we've got. Um, get at us on Instagram, and we'll post everything on the Action app. And until next week, as always, good fortune. <laughs>